Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by Rotary District 7210. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People who live by Rotary's motto of service above self. And today our special guest is Debbie Grundle, who is the supervisor of volunteers at Vassar Brothers Medical Center in Poughkeepsie, New York. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you. You Good guys to be here. You guys were just in the news. Yes, we were. You had a little bit of high high excitement there with uh, from the um, great outdoors or the animal kingdom. Absolutely. Yes, we <laughs> what did. Happened? We were we were running on ancillary power for several hours after a um, what we understand is a snake actually got into one of the generators, and blew the transformer, um, and shut the power down in the hospital. So. Maybe the snake thought you were a veterinary hospital. You know, I that good. <laughs> but Debbie Grundle, welcome to Radio Rotary. Sorry, and Debbie, uh, that's probably the most humor that she's found in that whole situation. <laughs> but you know, Vassar Brothers Hospital is such a respected institution and such a well-run hospital. They had auxiliary power kicked right up and allowed people to continue not only to uh, be treated there, but to listen on their radios to Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Well, and you know this because your fan club reported in, I'm sure. Absolutely. Which Absolutely. now includes a snake. Did they catch the snake? That's what I really want to know. I don't believe that they, they did. They did, but they saw the uh, the remains right. of the day or figured it out. Well, we're not here to talk about that. <laughs> we're here to talk about um, what you do at Vassar Brothers. I, would, I, I get the title is, is self-explanatory, surely, but why it's so important to the center. You're a director of volunteers, and in that capacity, you recruit, you vet, you manage. What do you do exactly, Deb? Okay, I am the supervisor for volunteer resources, and currently at Vassar, we have about 320 um, active volunteers, and um, they service all areas of the hospital, um, and that also includes the Mother's Club and the Hospital Auxiliary. When, tell us what those uh, sections or those departments are. Mother's Club? The Mother's what? Club actually is a uh, fundraising group um, which uh, primarily supports the maternal health units at the hospital. Oh, okay. And they do fundraisers to purchase uh, training equipment and uh, to provide a lot of additional services for new moms in the community. And this would be uh, consisting, the membership is probably mothers who have uh, had their joyous event right there at the Vassar Maternity Wing. Yes, most of them are, but I will tell you that it's open to the entire public. It's, so, it's and not you, just the hospital. It, so this is post-support, po- uh, post-baby being born support? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Oh. Yes, it is. And um, also contributing to other areas of family life as well. Wonderful. Um, you have other children in the family and lots of issues we all know can come of that. And the Mother's Club is a wonderful group, a very supportive group of Terrific. each other. Terrific. Any, now, of, any of us who have been in a hospital, whether it's Bass or any of the fine hospitals mm-hmm. in the Hudson Valley, uh, know when you you come in, there's a volunteer lady who signs you in and gives you a little pass. And there's mm-hmm. volunteers who bring the book cart around. And there's volunteers who will transport flowers. you, uh, bring the flowers, <laughs> transport you in the wheelchair, things of that nature. Um, is that the kind of services that uh, your volunteer group offers at Vassar Brothers Hospital in Poughkeepsie? Um, that's a, a very large part of what they can do. Um, but we also assign volunteers to each one of the patient care areas, and they work very closely with the professional staff in supporting the patient care and family services that we provide as well. Oh, um, so it's really hands-on. So it it's much more than just the fluff. It's much It's much more than just the fluff. It's much, much more than just a guest So what type of background kind of do you need? 
What type of... The background that we need is someone who is very loving and caring and really um, can understand what people are going through when they're hospitalized and who can very sympathetically deal with family issues um, that, that come up. And they work very closely with the clinical staff, with the professional staff to support, obviously not doing as much hands-on as, as one would think. Um, but one of the things that we have found extremely important is to sit and talk with patients, talk with patients about what they might be going through right. and um, share experiences. Yeah, they might be a little so nervous, a little concerned. And absolutely. Even though they may have some yeah. relatives, the visiting, the visits are usually short. Well, and you know, there are times when the when the families are not there. Right. And there are times when the clinical staff is not right there in their room. Um, so it's very good to have a volunteer show up at your bed who um, can, can talk with you. And very often, it's just to listen. Mm-hmm. And very, very often, um, patients are willing to share things with volunteers that perhaps they have not shared be, with their clinical staff. Well, because it can be overwhelming um, and, right. very and very intimidating, intimidating. in that, in that Absolutely. very intense clinical So how many volunteers do you have? How right many? now I have 320 active volunteers. My goodness. And That's what's the average, yeah, wow. average uh, hours a week that a volunteer would put um, in? You know, it averages probably around, um, I'm going to say between 10 and 20 hours a week. Um, and typically they are scheduled, but um, we kind of leave it up to the volunteer. They're giving of themselves right. and their time, so we really let them set the schedule. So how many um, in one day would you have, w- w- would you say you have um, today? How many volunteers are at uh, the hospital okay. today? Today we probably have between 54 and 70. That's that's a lot to manage that's and great. schedule and know where they are. But it's also a wonderful testament to how great Vassar Brothers Hospital is that they've got right. so many volunteers willing right. to pitch right. in to help their fellow man. What age range do we talk about? I remember when my mm, sister and I were young, she was for a while a candy striper at our local community <laughs> hospital. Is but there still, still such a thing? They still have candy stripers? No candy stripers? No candy stripers. We've traded in the candy striped uniform for um, beautiful burgundy um, vests or jackets. We have to explain what that is. It used to be that they had striped. You get to explain th- it. Th- they had a striped <laughs> uh, smock <laughs> with red and Absolutely. white s- stripes, and yeah. it looked like a candy cane, right. you know, but not twisted. So I used right. to call them candy. And they had awesome pockets on there, right. um, and it clearly distinguished them from the, right. from the nursing right. staff from the nursing or staff the other medical the staff, I should say. Yeah. So what now? The auxiliary. Mm-hmm. How does that differ then from the mothers group and? Well, the the hospital auxiliary actually is the fundraising arm of the hospital foundation, and they um, do a variety of fundraising projects through the through the hospital. Um, uh, throughout the year uh-huh. and then a couple of times a year they make a very sizable donation to the hospital foundation what are some of the activities do they well, do events we I mean, have ongoing activities the hospital gift shop is totally supported by the hospital auxiliary run by volunteers and we have the corner cupboard which is a coffee refreshment um, booth in the uh, coffee refreshment booth in the um um in the main lobby of the hospital. Uh-huh. And um, again, when you walk in, a wonderful 
Well, it's a great welcoming. Uh-huh. Um, and a wonderful for those feeling, that, wonderful gesture. Well, and if you can't Smells get, good. If you can't get to the um, cafeteria, mm-hmm. if something is readily available, open, you know, on different hours in the mm-hmm. cafeteria. Well, too. Debbie uh, Grundell, uh, director of uh, Vassar Brothers Hospital Volunteers, um, let's talk about the average day of a, of a of a volunteer. And by the way, if somebody wants to volunteer at Vassar Brothers, how would they reach you? Actually, they can um, call me directly at Vassar Brothers Medical Center. My direct line is area code 845-431-5664. Or you can access information on volunteering at the center by www.vassarbrothersmedicalcenter.com. Can you repeat that just for our listeners? And folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We'll repeat it after the uh, commercial break. Oh, we're on commercial? Not yet. Oh. But we will repeat it. I thought that was one of your very famous, brilliant segues. No, but she's going to tell us again. In code, and it's encoded, Deb. (laughs) uh, Sarah, be quiet now. No, no, no. You can still talk. (laughs) You can talk after Sarah gives us the phone number and and website again. Oh, that's so big of you. Thank you. You can talk for two more minutes. (laughs) Okay. Yes. And that is www.vassarbrothersmedicalcenter.com. All right, let's talk about the average day of, of a volunteer. Um, some of the jobs you've spoken about, the uh, flower shop, the store, the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Do the volunteers rotate? Do they get to do different things, or do they find something they really like and just stick with it? Well, it can, it can work either way. We can um, very often the volunteers come to us with a specific interest. Perhaps they have had a relative that was in the hospital and they had cardiac surgery. So they're very, very interested in serving patients that have gone through that, um, that process. Uh, we have others that just want to come in and volunteer their time in pediatrics or perhaps the neonatal intensive care unit. Um, others want to stay more involved, not directly with patients, but they are happier servicing the, um, the gift shop and working on the fundraising side of it. So a typical day, uh, a, a typical day for a volunteer, um, we do record their hours. So they come in and we have, actually have a computer-based system where we put them on the clock, if you will. And um, they go to work. If they're going to a patient care area, the first thing that they do when they come in is make rounds to every single patient, let them know that they are there, they're the volunteer on the unit, and that they will be there until a certain time. And they can do anything from get them more ice water if they need additional blankets and pillows. Um, perhaps they want more reading material, a daily newspaper. Um, maybe they just want someone to sit and talk with them. And we'll find out more about volunteering at Vassar Brothers Hospital in just a second. Let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. My name's Jonah Trebowasser. My co-host is the effervescent Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, Deborah Gundell, supervisor for Vassar Hospital Volunteers. And tell us, Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Radio Rotary is brought to us all by Rotary District 7210 and the clubs of Arlington, Cairo, Carmel, Chester, Chestnut Ridge, Congers Valley Cottage, Fishkill, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Kingston Sunrise, and LaGrange. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. In 1985, while polio was paralyzing 1,000 children a day, Rotary International committed to a goal, a goal of ending polio worldwide. Very soon now, after contributing nearly $600 million and immunizing over 2 billion children, the goal will be achieved. Eradicating polio worldwide. That is humanity in motion. That is Rotary.
For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Radio Rotary is brought to you by Beach Grove Technology, providing natural dietary supplements for a healthier life. Beach Grove Technology's herbal supplements are uniquely designed to prevent premature aging, eye problems, and weight loss. Beach Grove Technology is now featuring its latest natural product, cultivated American wild ginseng. So take charge of your life with Beach Grove Technology's safe natural products. Visit bgtsupplements.com or call 800-861-4933. That's bgtsupplements.com, 800-861-4933. What would you do if a friend, coworker, or a loved one collapsed? Calling 911 alone will not be enough. Over 1,000 people a day die from sudden cardiac arrest. Many can be saved with early intervention. HealthSave offers CPR courses on a daily basis at our facility in Rockland County. We'll come to your home or business if you prefer. Call us toll-free at 877-277-6233. That's 877-277-6233. Or visit our website at healthsave.com. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V.com. Leave the E off of save for emergencies. CPR training is for everyone. Learn CPR. Become a lifesaver. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I am joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebwasser. Indiana Jonah. Indiana Jonah. Oh my gosh! The Yet another tamer. another identity. What a hand! You shameless handbone. You. you are shameless. Thank you. Um, the theme music from Indiana Jones is a little bit of a joke because our special guest today is Debbie Grundle, who is the supervisor of volunteers at Vassar Brothers Medical Center, and they recently had a little bit of of uh, Hollywood drama there where they, a snake got into some type of electrical and ruined generators and they had to go on auxiliary power and well it made the front pages of all the of all the papers around but she's completely recovered and and here and her with volunteers soldiered on they did they, they saved great, the day they have great leadership in Debbie Grundell the director of uh, hospital volunteers at Vassar Brothers Hospital and uh, Debbie welcome back to the second half of Radio Rotary and Thank you for agreeing to even do the second half <laughs> after <laughs> all the ribbing that's gone on off and on the mic. Um, so we wanted to talk about a couple of things very specifically well, about the was, program. Debbie what was, was it, telling Jonah? us about um, the average day of a volunteer and some of the uh, things people out there who are listening today who might have some time they wish to donate. Um, what they can do at the hospital help uh, the, the sick uh, people at Vassar Brothers Hospital get so much better. So, Debbie, tell us. We were talking a little bit about uh, how volunteers come in, they make their rounds, say hi to everybody. What else do the volunteers do there? Um, actually, they, you know, it, again, being on the units with the patients and families, we have a variety of services that we can uh, assist with. One of them um, is actually on a number of the units. In the afternoon, we have the volunteers go around with um, a little cookie and coffee cart. And that's not just for the patients, that's also for the families. Um, We make smoothies and we deliver them to the units as well. Anything that we can do to make um, their stay more comfortable, um, that's a service that our our volunteers, and they don't have to have specific training to do that. When they come to us to be a volunteer, they have that already in their heart. Now, are there 
positions as volunteers at Vassar Brothers Hospital, Debbie Grundella, do require <coughs> specific training. Maybe they have to know CPR, or they have to know how to give shots or something of that nature. Or is that all done strictly by the nurses, the very fine nurses and excellent doctors of Vassar Brothers Hospital? That is completely provided by the nurses and, and the doctors at the hospital. Um, we do allow, however, our volunteers, they can participate in any of the training programs that we offer our regular employees at the hospital. Well, that's terrific. Oh, Wow. Now, so if you have any interest, too, absolutely. not just being a volunteer, but any interest in pursuing a medical, uh, mm-hmm. a, a career in um, the medical field at all, this mm-hmm. is a good place to get your foot in the door and see yes. what the real life yeah. of it is all about, isn't it? Absolutely. And that's, you know, one thing that I really wanted to talk about today, and that is our junior volunteer program that we have throughout the summer months. Um, this summer, for instance, I had 115 junior volunteers at the hospital from surrounding um, schools. And in, what, age, in what age regions were these volunteers? Um, age 14 to 17, primarily. Um, usually they are in high school, ninth, ninth, grade, ninth grade to 12th grade. Um, some of them are going off to college. And um, one of the things that we are really excited to provide for them is an opportunity to have them get closer to clinical services um, because many of them are looking to have a career in healthcare. What a great introduction to a future and career. W- it's, it's wonderful to be able to have an impact on those young lives in our mm-hmm. community. Now, during the school year, which is coming up, mm-hmm. um, starting next month, I'm mm-hmm. sure you could still use some junior volunteers, can't you? Absolutely, and we um, do run a very small program. Some of the volunteers that we have there over the summer, the junior volunteers, we actually, um, some of them love us so much that they wanna come back and do it during their school year when they have time, and we welcome them. Um, local colleges, we deal with Dutchess Community College, Marist College, Vassar, uh, Vassar College, um, students that are, you know, looking at, at degrees in nursing or medical school. Well, now would be a great time to get your information out again for people who might be listening this morning to Hudson Valley Talk Radio. No matter what age, um, what's, what's the age of your oldest volunteer, if you know? 100. Wow, that's so wonderful. 100. We are so, so proud to have a volunteer um, who has been with us for 50-some years. Oh, terrific. And she still volunteers one day a week. Isn't that beautiful? We just honored her at our annual volunteer recognition luncheon that we had at the Poughkeepsie Grand in May. Well, I never talk about a lady's age, but would you like to share her name? Because just in case she's listening, we want to have everybody in the Hudson Valley applaud this lady. Her name is Bess Friedman. Well, Bess, if you're listening, God bless you. That's terrific. Keep volunteering. Keep moving. Absolutely. She's an absolutely dynamic, wonderful woman. So if you have volunteers starting at age 14, correct? Correct. Up to age 100. 100. Right? Yes, absolutely. Like Miss Friedman. Absolutely. Who do they call? How do they get a hold of you to? volunteer at Vassar Brothers Hospital. Okay, I would love for them to give me a call directly. My name is Debbie Grundle, and I'm the supervisor for volunteer resources, and I can be reached at area code 845-431-5664 anytime from 8 to 430, Monday through Friday, or you can access information on our website by going to www.vassarbrothersmedicalcenter.com. Go to the volunteer tab for all the information about our programs that we offer, as well as the applications are on there as well. That's Debbie, terrific. Debbie, I, I'd like to know, may I ask you, how did you get uh, involved in this line of work? Very interesting. The short my, story? Well, it, it's just kind of interesting um, because my background is in human resource management. Uh, okay. So I have been in human resource management for about 30 years. 
And when I heard about the opportunity to supervise volunteers at Vassar, I was wondering how can I apply my HR skills to this particular group. And I have to say to all my healthcare professional friends out there that um, this has been an experience that I think every HR professional should have. Um, it is such a different ball game dealing with people. Um, they want to be there. They have such a commitment and dedication. They have such a tremendous work ethic and, and caring attitude that they bring. Um, so I have been able to transfer my skills very nicely into that area. And how long have you been at Vassar Brothers? I've only been at Vassar doing this for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And I have to say that it has probably been one of the most exciting jobs I've ever had. Well, it, it's the reason why I was asking you, because that is so apparent. Yeah. You just, you really exude uh -huh. uh, the passion for your yeah. work and just your your commitment yeah. and your belief yeah. in something that is These obviously... These are wonderful, wonderful people. Uh -huh. um, and to give the of heart themselves... And and they are truly giving of themselves. And, you know, when we talk about the process and what are the qualifications mm -hmm. and all of that, the qualifications, basically, you need to be a caring, loving person willing to give um, back to the hospital, to people that are ill, to families that are really in crisis, mm -hmm. so many of them. Well, I will share with you that I have a very dear friend who um, has a parent in critical care right now at Vassar. Mm -hmm. Had a um, yeah rushed into through the ER and all that mm -hmm. very high drama um, <clears throat> at the beginning of the week mm -hmm. and surgeries and all that. So the whole family, mm -hmm. the whole clan's been in and out of there. And yeah. the the I want you to know how lovely everyone has been to them. That's awesome. The family because awesome. it's always emotions are high. People Absolutely. are worried. People are scared. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's so much of what the volunteers can participate in, making them bringing a, a level of comfort and security to people that are in the hospital. Now, Debbie Grundell, uh, Director of uh, Volunteer Services at Vassar Brothers Hospital, um, have you ever had patients who, you know, once they recovered, saying, boy, you folks were so <coughs> nice to me, I want to help now. Have oh, become absolutely. volunteers? absolutely, absolutely. I can't tell you how many calls I get from actually from patients in their room that says, could you bring me an application? I would love to do this when I'm not a patient here. What are some of the more out of the out of the normal jobs that the volunteers may be asked to do? I mean, you know, we all know about uh, you know bringing the books and bringing the flowers and checking right. people in. Are there any like really interesting offbeat jobs that volunteers get to do? I think I stumped her. I think you did. Um, You're never going to ask a volunteer to do an appendectomy or a surgery or no. We've brain we've surgery. not used them yet in the OR. <laughs> um, or no, we haven't done that. Um, some of the more interesting things, um, you know, they have a way of finding interesting oh, things okay. in the hospital. Yeah. I have to say, because once a volunteer comes in, even though we assign them to a particular area, they get around. They, they get around. They meet other people. Um, they get involved. I have to say that the junior volunteers are probably the ones most interested in getting closer, really close to surgery and those kind of things. So Right. Right. Kind of. And uh, in the minute we have left, uh, tell us, um, the, you said there was one volunteer who was 100 years old, has more than 50 years experience, but how long does the volunteers usually stay? Uh, were you talking about many Average people? Average tenure. You know, many people who are there 10, 15, 25 years? Oh, my goodness. We just, had, we just had our first annual Silver Star um, volunteer recognition brunch, and that was to recognize all volunteers that have been at the hospital more than 25 years. Isn't that mm -hmm. magnificent? 
and we probably had close to 70 people wow. there. What a testament um, to the great so institution it, you were with. I'll tell you, when they when they come in, they're committed, and they <laughs> stay for a very, very long time. And I'm time. sure a lot of it has to do with work being having the pleasure of working with you. Um, Debbie Grundell, give us your contact information again. Folks out there, it's a wonderful thing. Volunteer at your local hospital, and if it's Vassar Brothers, you want to call Debbie at? Okay, area code 845-431-5664. And I'm the supervisor for volunteer resources. Access our website at www.vassarbrothersmedicalcenter.com. Go to the volunteer tab for all the information. Debbie Grundell, supervisor of volunteers at Vassar Brothers Hospital. Thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. And tell us, Ms. Sarah O'Connell, who do we have to thank for bringing us to the public this week? Well, Radio Rotary is brought to us all by Rotary District 7210 and the clubs of Caro, Millbrook, New Paltz, New Berg, New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Port Jervis, Poughkeepsie, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. To Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasser. Thank you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next Friday morning at 9 for another edition of Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Kingston Rotary Club will be holding its annual Fall Festival at the Rotary Park at Kingston Point on Saturday, September 11th, beginning at 11 a.m. It will feature their famous barbecue chicken and other food, as well as music vendors and touch truck. Plus, a fabulous view of the Hudson River and the Rondout Lighthouse. The ticket price is just $12 and includes a complete chicken or hot dog dinner. Proceeds from this event goes to support over 20 different agencies in the Kingston area. For more information, please contact Lynn Churchill at 336-7183. That's 336-7183.